Something is gonna happen this different this time. Oh, they're gonna like you know, acting as if they're gonna get charged. That's why I always say, if you you know, the cop who killed the guy or the people, all those people who are involved in their family, they're in the same city. So it, I say, it never makes sense to me. That's why I don't believe this so-called revolution because it's 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 just not. Um, I would call it the weakest, one of the weakest revolutions in history. That's what I would say, because there's too much talk. You know, there's too much talk. And, you know, maybe at the beginning, you, you might have wanted to believe that you could go about protesting and some of these people who spoke out for you maybe would make a difference. And um, you even turned your head, as I keep pointing out, you're not getting getting any and I'm not just saying, oh, we're sorry about the person who got killed from Obama or Clinton. I'm saying Hillary is, Obama's not doing nothing. He's in the position to make something happen. And Hillary's not doing anything. And she's not promised. I mean, she may say, excuse me, I didn't mean Hillary's not doing anything because she's not in the position yet. But she may say, she, you know, she's sorry or for whatever happened and she understands. But she's not promising you that He's going to specifically focus on the relationships between cops and the black community. She's not telling you that there's going to be any definite change. You know, so it's just a bunch of talk. Once again, Obama sold you hope. Obama sold you change was coming in. If you're black, if you look around, as we're in a Freddie Gray situation, and we've seen this situation over and over and over again under the Obama administration. And as people keep saying, it's going to be the worst when Trump comes, but all of this is happening right now, and which everybody wants to turn their head to. You know, so, you know, it's, it's, it's convenient, uh, your migrant, because the everything is happening now. It's not what's to come is going to get bad. It's bad right now, you know, so what's to come, we don't know. For, for for me, I, I would be in that world right now. I would be, you know, if I'm in position of all of these people who really say it for the people, I would be in, in, in a move for some type of impeachment or something right now because there's been a, 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 a definitely, I would say, a focused neglect purposely. You know what I mean? Because we've seen other groups throughout the Obama administration get selected justice, get selected laws passed for them. 
When does the selected laws get passed for the black community who's being terrorized by police officers? And it's not going to come. You know, that, that that's one thing I can tell you. That's why I say everybody better get on the bandwagon what I'm talking. You better run far away from that Hillary administration because you're going to get another four years of what you got out of the Obama administration. Who's Who's been Hillary's biggest advocate? Who's pushing for Hillary? Who's campaigned to Hillary work up under Obama's? So you're going to get basically the same type of things. It's just going to continue it. She just wants to build upon what he started. She was a part of what he was a part of. And that's why he's pushing for her, because he's going to be working closely and stay in a position of some power while she's in. You know, it's all a game. It's the same team. So if you continue to want the same type of things, then, hey, you know, go ahead. But for me, it's it's hypocritical on our community, the black community, on how we ask for justice. And this is why I think most people don't take us seriously because we're selective on when we want equality, when we want justice. It's just like I was pointing out uh, with Michael Jordan and Hillary and all of these people beginning to speak up for the black community who wasn't doing it when it, was, when it wasn't popular. Where we're, we want convenient equality as well because for any black person to say they want to be equal under the law and then in the same breath go endorse Hillary or vote for Hillary, you're being hypocritical. You have to really think about it. Uh, The behaviors that she has been caught in with the emails, that's unlawful behavior. If that was a black person, most likely they're going to do some time about it it's not just going to get swept under the rug. If it came out and it was a black person, especially a black man, I know for sure if it was a black man, you're going to jail. That's what I know for sure. That if it would have came out uh, during Obama, that Obama had done these things uh, with the emails, which is unlawful, and that the DNC chair was working uh, against the other candidates, was working against Hillary at the time when Obama was running, it would have been a big thing about it because, you know, that's not really a lawful thing for the people in the higher up positions in the party to be working with a bias to push one candidate over another in a democratic process where it's supposed to be the people voice matters. And we're coming to see based on the email links that that wasn't the case. But, you know, you don't see the black people saying that they want equality and fairness under the law. Then you can't just have it one way if you want to be. And this is a white person who's getting, you could say, white privilege. And because he's white and in the position that she's in, he's not subject to have to follow the law as everyone else would, especially a black person in that position would be under major heat. You know, so we can't just be getting uproar on one situation, but we're not getting uproar over another situation. Black people should be furious because, you know, for the most part, a black person in that position, especially a black man, would be in jail for the emails getting destroyed. That's unlawful behavior and it's unlawful for the higher ups to be working uh, in unison with one party who's running over another because that sets up for a rigged system. In most fields, doing something like that 
would be unlawful. You cannot do certain things like that, but there's no uproar. So it's a convenient, you know, for a black person to still root for Hillary, you're basically saying it's okay for white people to not have to follow the law if you like them. You know, so that that's what you're saying by selecting that. And you can try to deflect and, you know, and steal the point. One thing, even with that, with the recent leaks, all the Democratic Party has done is deflect. I mean, it's like if if, if I'm sleep, if, if me and you are cool, you know, we're, we're real good friends and I'm sleeping with your wife. But you don't know at first. And one of our other friends knows I show them. I show them pictures, videos, stuff like that, send them over, and then they leak the pictures, video, and stuff like that. Now, I could try to deflect for a minute and say, oh, why did they send, they send the videos, pictures, and stuff out and all that? And you're not going to care about how they got out or, you know, how they leak. The fact of the matter is the action happened. I was sleeping with your wife, and it's the same thing. The wrong is out there. That the that there, these two, the, the, the higher-ups in the Democratic Party were working with Hillary's party, and now they're working with Hillary's party. But the fact is, there was something not right going on. It got out there, but the media is only focusing on, oh, she said it was Russia. It doesn't matter who, how it got out there. The fact is, it shouldn't have been going on. But the, once the media has some type of bias towards Hillary, they don't want to say anything. Uh, you know, they'll paint Trump as the big bad guy. Any small thing he does, the biggest scandal they really found was the Trump you. But with something going on right now, that's not supposed to be going on. Two two things that that has happened in re recently during this campaign, they just sweep it under the rug. It's not a big deal, and this, these are unlawful behavior. Had it been Trump. Oh, they would have been painted as the end of the world. You see what I'm saying? Oh, he, he would have been the most corrupt guy. It would have, all of the names that they've been calling him, it would have got even worse. It would have just been the end of the world. And we know, you know, like I know, all black people, they see, you know, that's why we can't have Trump. He's doing this and that. But when Hillary does it, doesn't even matter. They're just deflecting to it. doesn't matter it, who leaked it. Trump could have leaked it. The fact is, this was going on. And this does not uh, protect the integrity of a democratic process. Why is that a, not a problem with the people? Especially when this is a white person. You know, everybody want to be so racist right now. This is a white person who, once again, just like those cops who get off with killing black people, who gets away with participating in unlawful behavior. Somebody should be have to answer for this. And, and 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 what is that? So I say Bernie's a hypocrite to me. I don't, you know, for him just to be going along, and, he, and you 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 have all this. As far as I'm concerned, it was the whole plan all along. Get the young people behind Bernie. Let him talk radical. Let him get as far as he can. Get them liking him, and he's going to reel them in because we know most of them may not even just you know they might not even care about the election just with Hillary being in there. We draw them in with Bernie. Once we draw them in, we know Bernie's not going to win. And then we have Bernie turn and tell every all his supporters to vote for Hillary. Now he's got people registered to vote. You know, more young people than ever, they're out. And now just because they register, we're gonna scare them with the Trump thing. And you know, it's basically we just play the game with the people. <clears throat> and you know, I'm not really for that. So the biggest message behind all this is, you know, black people, if you're going to be in uproar about 
you feel like you're being treated unfairly under the law, you have to be that way all the way through. Other than that, if you're not consistent with demanding equality under the under the law and you only do it when you feel like it's convenient for you, then they're not going to take us seriously because we should be uproar about Hillary not getting in trouble for the two scandals that she was just involved in, especially the emails, because if it was a black person, we could bet anything, especially a black man, there would be a major problem. Um, as far as the convention, I would say uh, Michelle had the, you know, best speech. Uh, once again, Bernie totally against Bernie. Wow. Hypocrite, hypocrite, hypocrite. Uh, he tried to point out how get back to the taxes thing where he feels that the poor should get tax break over the rich. And I don't even agree with that. See, people like to appeal to people's emo emotions, but that's not logical. If I work hard, like it's, it's very hard to become a billionaire or become a millionaire. And once you get to that position, it's very hard to stay there. So, but when getting there, especially a billionaire, you're pro, pro, and millionaire too. If you own a business, you're providing jobs for a whole bunch of people, enabling them to pay taxes, enabling them to provide for their family. So, without you, they're not able to do these things. So, why should you? So, essentially, you're paying taxes with that. So, if a hundred people work for you, you have enabled a hundred people to pay taxes. So, basically, you're paying taxes a hundred times through them because you've enabled them to make the money to pay the taxes on and to pay taxes when they go purchase different things. So why should you have to pay more taxes again when you're providing them with that opportunity to, you know, make this country work? Without you, there's a big piece missing. And that's why it doesn't make sense to tax the rich even more. You're providing opportunities. It's like you, you're going to reward the person who, who, you know, sorry to say it like this, who comes in second place. No, you give the champion the reward, you know, for winning. They've put in the extra work, so they should get the extra break. They're providing extra opportunities, so why shouldn't they get the extra break? And I'm not in the 1%, so you can't say, oh, he's just saying that because you... No, I'm not. I'm just speaking logically. I'm not in my emotions. It would make more sense for me to be pushing the other way because I'm on the other side. But that's not a logical thing. I'm consistent in my message. It's all about fairness. If you work hard and you got to that position and you're putting people in position, even if you're not, you don't own a business. You're just in that position. You work very hard to get there. A lot of people don't ever get there. Now, if you wanted to voluntarily, sure, but, you know, I think the reward should come from you taking advantage of the, per se, American dream, and you should get the tax break. So I'm against Bernie when he talks. That type of talk, I think, is just catering to a, uh, you know, reward and say, you know, I'm not with People getting rewards for coming. If you didn't, you either win or you lose. You know, that, that, that's what I'm saying. You either win or you lose. And in this case, you know, the, most of them people you can say won. Not that anybody else lost, but these people have achieved more and they should be rewarded for it. Uh, I seen an article, or not seen an article, I actually watched a video of a delegate, a Democratic delegate, Mary Bayer, Mary B A Y E R, YouTube that. She's a delegate from California, and she was recorded getting questioned about 
Hillary's stance on guns and just basically saying that Hillary's just, uh, she's sugarcoating her actual agenda, saying that she wants a, conven- a convenient or a smart gun control. And that's really double talk for a total ban of guns. But she don't want to come out and say that because you're going to get a lot of people upset. And once again, like it, it, to me, it's just some type of big agenda to set up for something else. Because why, why are you so pressed about taking people's defense? You know, you, you kept asking me about my gun. Eventually, I'm going to ask, you know, what, what you so worried about my gun for? What you planning to do something to me or something? You know, so that would be my thought. Just just, uh, just perspective of just the neighborhood. If somebody just come around, they keep asking you about your gun. Your thought is they're going to want to take your gun or they, they want to attack you. And they want to know where it's, you know, how many guns is around. You know, usually when people start asking questions like that, they have some type of agenda. And, they you know, keep and and and. They know that they're in more harm if you have a gun. So if they can get your gun away from you, they know that you're uh, more vulnerable to whatever they have planned. And that's kind of what I'm picking up from it. Like I said, no no one's ever totally right. But, you know, from my 24 years in life, more often than not, uh, when I'm... when I'm uh, weary of something, I'm usually... Uh, right for that, and people usually come back to, oh man, you was really right about that. <clears throat> Let's see, it was attacking Donald Trump on "Make America Great Again," saying America, you know, is he should be ashamed because America is great right now and stuff like that. And come on, how are y'all still going for that? Is America really great right now? If you're in the black community, do you feel like America is great right now? So, for, especially for Michelle, and to be like talking that tight, like it just. You know you like her, and that's okay, but that's not of our reality. We don't feel like that. You know, we're not in, yes, there are a lot of good things happen, but we're still not equal under the law. So until we can address that, don't say that this guy is wrong about America. Now, he might be saying it's not great for different reasons, but the reality is you can't attack that statement, even if we're just looking from numbers, you know, from health from an academic perspective, from all of these ways, we are getting, you know, declining, declining, and declining. And we do need to get back to a higher standard. Yes, of course, we're amongst some of the, you know, top nations out there in in different categories. We're the place where a lot of people want to come to. But it's just like if we were comparing it to an NBA team. Did the Pistons make the playoffs? Yes. Did the Pacers make the playoffs? Yes. Could we say they're great compared to the teams that didn't make the playoffs? Yes. But if we're comparing them to the Warriors and the Cavs, they're not so great. You know, you know, it's okay. Yes. You know, we understand what you're trying to say, but looking at it from the full spectrum, no, we're not great, and we have a lot to work on before we can start saying, oh, y'all, uh, stop acting like this country. It's not, especially coming from the black community. It's not. You know, there's good going on. Yes, we're we're the place where a lot of people want to get to, yes, but we have a ways to go before we get to where we can start making statements like that, especially coming from a black woman. I would expect a more responsible, uh, more responsible 
choice of words, you know, when addressing something like that, especially at a time right now when, you know, blacks are getting killed left left and right, even following the law, even having a gun license, even putting their hands up. So, you know, I would really uh, encourage a more being more responsible with the choice of words because you could be very offensive to somebody, to a parent who just lost their kids, to that didn't receive any justice. And just people having, you know, being traumatized from watching it from afar. There's a lot of people affected by that. You know, it's a constant fear when, when police get behind you. Every time that happens, you're caught rise by. That's life or death. You know, that's that's like almost like you got to, if someone never had an enemy, they, they, they don't get that same type of pressure like they was in some beef when the police rise by if they're a black person. Oh, let's see what else. It's just, uh, I think we can move on to sports. Yeah, yeah let's move on to sports. Be on a lighter note, but no, overall, man, people going to have to just get down to the fact is this, you know, I try, you know, I try to talk to you in a nice tone so you don't, you may be a hater. You know, look yourself in the mirror. Make sure if, you, if you're not understanding the, the uh, where I'm coming from with these points, just look yourself in the mirror, ask yourself, you know, you might be, you just might be a hater. Just, just ask yourself, just sit down, take that little time with yourself. Because the fact is, protesting isn't going to change anything. These cops stay in your city. Their families stay in your city. You know, that's all I got to say. You're standing in front of cops. I'll be watching thousands of people, and it'd be like 100 cops, and they'd get to walking and pushing through the crowds. I mean, that's why I said on the last episode, to me, it's just the attention thing for a lot of people. You know, they may feel a little something for the most part. It's just a bandwagon thing because in the streets, you're just not going to let, if it's a bunch of y'all, you're not just going to let a bunch of people push through. You're not going to let no other black person just push through you. You're going to have a problem with that. You ain't going to let no other black person bump you without saying something. But these people can push through you, throw you on the ground. You know, so, yeah, I said, I don't know when it's serious right now. I think it's just an attention thing. Um, I can tell most of these people aren't really street-oriented because, you know, they're not behaving in that type of manner. It's a proper way to move. It's a proper way to go about things. After you've tried the right way, if you keep wanting to tell the teacher that the bully is bullying you and the teacher won't do anything about it, they keep letting the bully off the hook then eventually you may have to punch the bully to make the bully stop bullying you. You know, that's how it goes in the classroom. But, hey, some people just enjoy being bullied. Some people just enjoy wearing shirts and saying, stop bullying me, stop doing this, keep asking, keep begging, keep begging the bully. And some people like to do stuff like that, and, you know, they can get a little TV time while doing so. So, Hey, you know, I'm not saying I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I need to look in the mirror. Maybe I'm the hater. Who knows? I'm just saying to do the same thing and expect different results and this is insanity. So don't wait on, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to spoil it for you. Alton Sterling, those cops are going to get off the hook. Uh, Philando uh, Castillo, those cops are going to get out the hook. Somebody gets killed tomorrow by a cop, those cops are going to get off the hook. If somebody gets killed five years from now from a cop, by a cop, those cops are going to get off the hook. So I'm letting you know, there's no point of protesting to try to 
changed the law through protest because we've seen since this been, we've been protesting for years. Nothing has changed. However you want to take that, take it. But let's just point that out and let's accept that as a fact. If you can't accept that as a fact, then you may need to go see a therapist because you're not in touch with reality. That's just that. But where's Westbrook going to go? That's the big question right now. Uh, Durant's went to Golden State. Now uh, Oklahoma has enough money with Deion Waiters going to Miami to offer him more than they would be able to offer him next year. I believe it's a $27 million contract for four years that they have on the table for four or five years. Um, I don't think he's going to take it. I think was I think what would be the most lucrative and what would really make a finals interesting. You know, a lot of people in Cleveland were happy with Kevin Love for the most part. I know the NBA is about making as much money as possible. And for this one, you might have to call me Hostradamus after this. I think Kevin Love or Russell Westbrook would be the biggest selling finals in NBA history if they can make that trade happen which they can because it's not too many pieces that you're going to get for Russell Westbrook that makes sense now what we know is why does it make sense because most of the pieces you can't you might can go get some young pieces but do you really want to take that gamble we know what Kevin Love can be on his own he can be a 27 and 15 guy 25 and 15 guy now he's that 25 and 15 guy maybe he little lord maybe he could do 25 and 13 now but that's still pretty good for a guy heading your franchise. So you have him and Ol- Oladipo and uh, Stephen Adams. Canner. You still have solid pieces that's there. And not, and you would have him, you know, to head it. And he has championship experience at this point. He's done dealt with adversity on the team. And now he will be coming into a more comfortable situation where he could be the head guy again. So it makes sense for the Thunder more than... Uh, any other pieces that I could foresee this out there. And it also makes sense, not just for the Thunder, but it makes sense for the Cavs and it makes sense for the NBA. You get two rivalries in one. When the Warriors and the Cavs meet up again, you know, if everyone stays healthy, you have Westbrook versus Durant. And Westbrook, knowing Westbrook, he has some type of chip against Durant. And then you have the rematch with Everybody who was there with the Cavs and everybody who was there with the Warriors. And it's more star power out there. I mean, you know, Westbrook is a bigger star than Kevin Love. Picture that fast break. I mean, you got three of the unstoppable guys in the league on one team. And then now you have an interesting dynamic when these two teams go head to head because there's there's a dislike between the guys who just played, and there's a dislike between, you know, I'm sure Russell has an issue with Durant right now. I'm sure he's not uh, the biggest fan of that decision more than anyone else. And, you know, right, really so, he can feel that way. But if you put him in that position on the Cleveland Cavaliers, I mean, that'll be a very interesting seven games, even more so than this seven games. But uh, let's see what else. I think Milwaukee... I think that if they can, Milwaukee and Minnesota, if they can, I think Milwaukee and Minnesota are the East and West versions of each other. They both have very, very, very good young pieces, two of which I believe in the next three years will be top three players in the NBA, and Giannis Antetokounmpo and Carl Anthony Towns. If both of those guys can develop properly, if coaching 
could come together and put put together the right system. And if those teams can mesh properly, not just those head guys, but, you know, there's guys around them, all, all of the young talent has potential. You know, a lot of that young talent has potential to be all-stars on both teams. So if they can figure it out, uh, those teams could really meet up in the finals. That You know, that could be a rivalry to come. But um, I'm trying to think what else going on in sports. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, I just really wanted to touch on the Freddie Gray situation. I wanted to touch, uh, update on what was going on with the Democratic Convention. And, uh, you know, we'll see what comes next. Like I said, just don't do the same thing, expecting different results. Don't be shocked and be consistent when you want justice. You know, be consistent in, you know, how you go about protests. Be consistent in... If you want justice with the police, then you have to also want justice with a Hillary Clinton because that's another person getting off of a situation because of white privilege. If we want to say that about the police, we have to say it about her. So if you're black and you're saying that you want justice from the cops, then it's hypocritical for you to go under the same breath and go vote for Hillary. So just keep that in mind. You may think I'm right. You may think I'm wrong. But at the end of the day, spread peace, positivity, and love. Stay strapped. Protect yourself. Protect your family. Protect those around you. Decision-making, uh, decision-making, decision-making. Stay disciplined, you know, and eat healthy, man. Go get you some Go Veggie Cheese. Go get you some Boca Burgers. Um, I'm trying to think some alkaline water, some Fiji water. That's pretty neutral. And stay positive out here, man. It's hot. Go get you a fat bitch, man. Get you a fat bitch for the summer, man. Shout out to all the big women. Hit me up. My nose running. Got my shades open. It's a whole skyline in the city's right in front of my face. Yeah. I'm in a zone this year, it's all fire Nigga, check my attire, your worst fears confirm Your reign at the top expires this year No application, I'm higher this year This in dedication to that bitch to slash my nigga tires Oh yeah, I knew about you Bitch, I knew about you Came up on a good nigga and he ain't have a clue about you Try to tell the nigga Don't trust that bitch as far as you can smell a nigga you live and you learn On this road to riches Niggas bound to miss a few turns Don't let the bridges that you cross Turn into bridges you burn hmm. You're bound to miss a few turns Don't let the bridges that you Fuck it, y'all don't hear me Look Hey, yo, I walk along this long harbor of life and sit on the piers, reflect on my pain and shit on my fears. Should I feel an ounce of guilt that I outdid all my peers? Or write my name in the sky and show them niggas I'm here? This one is for the history books. Picture me shook a felon. This is revenge of the dreamer. Misery took a million of my niggas' hopes from them. Don't even know some of them no more. The coke numb them. No suicide note from them. They killing themselves, slowly killing themselves. Five iPhones dropped, my niggas still in the cell. He saved family. God, shit, I doubt it Teach his own Whatever keep you strong To get about it We need your home Cause see a war's going on outside I about cried When that boy that the cop shot died My mouth wide open from shock Sick and tired of hoping to stop It's been the only hope that I got I open up shot and break out Got what you want I got what you need My heart on my sleeve Watch me bleed I break out Dream real as a team My team L and the fiends And you ain't real as you seem And we can tell nigga. Fuck what you think, cause if your shit don't stink, nigga, my ship won't sink, cause it can't.